This show is part of the Modern Witch Podcast Network. For more shows like it, visit www.modernwitch.com. Only on the Modern Witch Network. Welcome to Witch Power Daily, your daily dose of practical magic to sharpen our minds, elevate our spirits, and deepen our magical power. The veil is lifted. Let the secrets be revealed. Join me between the worlds. Our magic starts now. Hello, witches. Thank you for joining me for another installment of Witch Power Daily. I'm your guide, Storm Fairy Wolf. Last time we worked with magical affirmations and learned how our spoken words can help shape our magical realities. Today, we will use some of that work as we focus on drawing abundance and prosperity into our lives. But if you haven't listened to the previous episode, don't worry. You can perform today's lesson without having listened to that one. However, you may wish to be proficient with the exercises given in episodes 5, 6, and 8, grounding, alignment, and anchoring the witch power, respectively, as those will be referenced in today's work. But if not, that's okay, too. Everything should still make sense to you if you have a passing familiarity with occultism and the witch's craft. Before we begin, since today's work is about prosperity, let's have a little chat about money. In our society, having money is a necessity in order to live. We cannot obtain the food or goods we need to survive, cannot keep a roof over our heads, cannot keep the lights on, and so forth, without some source of money, be it a job, an inheritance, government assistance, or the like. Unless you are in a position to grow your own food and live entirely off the land and off the grid, then you in some way participate in a shared system of currency exchange for goods and services. If you have been able to move off the grid, congratulations, though chances are good that you aren't listening to this podcast anyway. But if you are like most of us, then you are part of an intricate network of commerce, and like it or not, that means you need money. With as many examples as we have in the folkloric record that show a wealth of money spells, see what I did there? One would think that the modern pagan would have examined the nuances of money and put their magic where their mouth is, metaphorically, as well as metaphysically. One might assume that pagans, unlike their Christian neighbors, would have a more balanced view than what is taught in the overly simplistic Christian axiom, money is the root of all evil. And yet I have met so many pagans and witches that seem to demonize money while romanticizing poverty. Money, it is explained, is a corrupted force driven by greed, feeding an immoral capitalist regime that derives its power from the exploitation of workers and the environment, and so on, and so on. The only way to not support that corruption, it is explained, is to refuse to be a part of it. Now, we can talk about the failures of capitalism and the need for collective work for the common good, and we should have that conversation. Any society that does not take care of its citizens has already failed, in my opinion. But there is quite a leap from working to make enough money to support one's family and a corporation profiting from another's suffering. These are simply not the same. The demonization of money is at the core of the belief held by some that money should never be charged for spiritual services or instruction and that those things must be given freely. 
I have met many pagans who feel this way, even stating that to charge for classes or even readings is somehow immoral and a quote, affront to the goddess, whatever that means. This attitude has more recently extended into the area of books as well, with many a pagan book pirate proudly proclaiming that everyone should have the right to read and distribute books on magic and spirituality free of charge, never mind the physical needs of the author, artist, or creative, and never mind the absolutely legitimate ways in which people can read books for free or otherwise benefit from an artist's work, but that would require filling out a form to get a library card and or visiting a creative's website, something else that you can do from the library, just saying. No, far easier to simply steal. You can condemn money and get the things that you want for free. It's not like it's hurting anyone. Well, as someone who makes a good portion of their living from the sale of books, I can say definitely yes, it is hurting people. A lot of people, in fact. The assumption that I or any author or creative should give our work away for free is the height of ignorant privilege. It assumes that we, as a class of people, are not entitled to earning a living because our particular calling is a spiritual one. It also assumes that we are making loads of money already, and let me just assure you that, especially in this genre, no matter how popular it might seem on Instagram and TikTok, no one is getting rich on writing books on occultism and witchcraft. But rich or poor, or somewhere in between, there will always be those who feel entitled to exploit others for their own selfish benefit. This has been a debate in the craft communities for as long as I have been practicing, and just so you know, that's been a very long time. The way I see it, the witch has historically charged for their services. There is much in the folkloric record describing how this villager or that went to visit the local cunning man or wise woman, bringing them goods such as chickens, eggs, or other sundries, or performing work like rethatching a roof or other manual labor in exchange for their magical services. The only difference is that we no longer live in a barter-based economy. If I want to buy groceries, pay my electric bill, my water, my garbage service, and my mortgage, I need to have numbers in my bank account. Since I am a full-time professional warlock, I make my living from a combination of private sessions, classes, and magical services. If I was not able to charge for my time, then I would not have the ability to devote toward these things. There would be no books, no classes, no art, no services. There would just be me working a job I probably didn't like in order to pay for my food and the roof over my head. Money is simply a means to an end. It is a form of social energy and we direct it, like magic, toward our needs and desires. The idea that money is by default a corrupted force stems in a large part from that overly simplistic axiom I mentioned prior. Money is the root of all evil. But that's not even the correct quote. The full quote is, for the love of money is the root of all evil. That's just a little bit different, isn't it? And it comes from, you guessed it, the Christian Bible. So why are otherwise nice and respectable pagans living their lives under the precept of Christian morality teachings? Well, some habits die hard, I suppose. And feeling superior to our fellow humans, no matter the reason, isn't the purview of any one religion. And it's just so much fun. Well, if one wishes to believe that money is evil, then that is probably what money will be for them. I see money as a form of social energy to be directed as needed to fulfill certain goals, not unlike my view of magic or life force. 
They are all currencies to be spent, directed, and exchanged. But growing up in a largely Christian society is bound to have affected us in deeper ways than we might imagine. And examining our relationship to the concept of money is a great place for us to look as we work to dismantle the outdated and controlling ideas that still govern us from behind the scenes as we strive to make our lives better. This leads us, finally, to the work at hand. For this exercise, you will need a piece of paper cut into a square, perhaps five to six inches across, a pen, a green candle with a fire-safe holder, and your preference of oil. Oils that are blended specifically for money, such as our filthy rich oil from our website, datoratrading.com, are excellent for this work. But you may also wish to use your own preferred blend, make your own, or even just use plain olive oil in a pinch. As always, if you do not have a green candle, then just make do with whatever you have. The magic, after all, lives inside of you. Once you have your paper, your candle, and your oil, we may begin. Breathe deep and allow yourself to relax. Just let your tension flow from you with each exhale. Your whole body becomes more and more relaxed with every breath. Breathe deep and perform a quick grounding and centering. Breathe deep and perform an alignment. Breathe deep and anchor your power. Now, 
write your name three times in the center of the paper. Focus your attention on this center and feel that this paper is now magically aligned to you. Breathe deep and contemplate what prosperity looks like to you. What are you asking for exactly? Do you need money? Or perhaps you are asking for a specific bill to be paid. Or maybe you feel that prosperity is best offered to you in the form of a new and perfect job. Take a few moments to really feel out what this means for you. How much money do you need? Is it a fixed amount? Or do you need this money on a regular basis? There's a big difference between $1,000 or $500 each month. Think of what you are really asking for and be specific. Now, write this as a brief statement, sentence, or command in cursive in a circle around your names as if to surround yourself in that reality. If at any point you make an error, crumple up the paper, get a new one and start again. You want this to be perfect. If you need to pause this recording and come back when you're done, you may do so. Now, once you have your name written in the center and your brief statement written in cursive in a circle around your names, in the four corners of the paper, you may now draw sigils or signs that are in alignment with your goal. I often just use dollar signs when I am doing money spells, but if you are outside the US, you might use the symbol for your country's currency. You can always just make a sigil for a specific goal, such as for a new job or some other type of assistance. Once you have written your symbols, you may now add some of the oil onto your fingers and dab at each of the four corners, saying, By the air, my mind is open. By the fire, my will is bright. By the water, my deep emotions. By the earth, my body's might. Take a deep breath of power and imagine these elemental forces merging into one as you dab the center of the paper with the oil, saying, By the ether, arise and awaken. My prayer is made, so must it be. Fold the paper in half toward yourself. Turn it 90 degrees clockwise and fold it toward yourself again. Again, turn it 90 degrees clockwise and fold it once more. 
Place the folded paper underneath your candle holder and light the candle. Now, take a few moments to speak aloud any affirmations that are aligned to your goal. Remember to keep them both positive and in the here and now. So, I live in financial comfort is better than I want $500. Take a few moments now to repeat your affirmations out loud. Now, take a deep breath of power and imagine yourself the grateful recipient of your wish. Explore how it feels to be successful in this. Do this for a few moments. Now, call up a feeling of gratitude and imagine it is like a light that shines from your heart center. It shines out into the six directions, east, south, west, north, above, and below. Affirm out loud, it is done. Take a deep breath and allow the candle to burn down on its own. Returning to normal awareness. Blessed be. We all could use a little more prosperity in our lives. And far from being a purely selfish endeavor, we can pledge to share some of our newfound prosperity with others, perhaps by donating to causes with which we feel aligned. When we give wealth, we receive wealth in turn. This simple spell can be augmented for really any purpose you'd like. Experiment with using this as a sort of template to write your own candle spell. And remember to write down your observations in your journal. To learn more about witchcraft, magic, and the occult, visit modernwitch.com. From there, you can check out our other podcasts and shows, sign up for our Patreon, learn more about our online school, Modern Witch University, and even purchase Modern Witch brand merch. Thank you for joining me as we embark on this magical journey together. Until next time, I'm Storm Fairy Wolf, and remember to feed your power.